Hello and welcome to another special episode of Wake Up and Smell the Miracles. My name is Jonathan Navi. I will be your grateful host today. I'm here to remind you that a miracle is not an exception to the rule, but the natural order of things. When miracles don't happen, that's the exception. Allow yourself to begin to realize that you are miraculous, you are magical. Nothing is too good to be true. Nothing. Zero. Zip. It's all true. I like to say that it's all for you and it's all on you. Let's get started. Welcome back to Wake Up and Smell the Miracles. Today on the third episode of Season 2, May 3rd, 2019, I am so stoked and I don't like to use that word often, but I am physically, emotionally, and mentally stoked to have the guest that we are privileged to have on the show today. I am talking about none other than the Prosperity Girl. Yes, the Prosperity Girl, Bethany Clear, one of my most favorite human beings on the planet. And as somebody who has worked with her, she is one of the most impeccable, powerful, and high-energy coaches that gets results in minutes. It's like that's the energy. Bethany, clear. Bethany Love, as you're known throughout the world. Welcome and thank you for joining me. And uh, I appreciate you for just your time. I know how busy you are. I know what kind of things you're up to in the world. And uh, welcome to Wake Up and Smell the Miracles. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you. Yeah. You are somebody that I am fascinated by your mm -hmm. ability to work with people and get to the heart of things very quickly and also in very compassionate ways. You have your own podcast where you share tips, you have your Instagram, you share all kinds of mindset work. And I was hoping that today that we could get a little bit into what I consider one of the most crucial aspects of the transformation process, the healing process, and the life process. And that's self-care. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get in. Uh -huh. I agree, it totally is. It's like 100%. Because if you don't have your self-care in order and you're not taking care of yourself, how in the world are you gonna take care of anyone else? Okay. How are you gonna be there for them, right? So let's, let's start with a very basic aspect. What is self-care? Self-care, I believe is just you refueling your own tank, like loving yourself kind of tank, you know, making sure you're, you're fueling your, your life with what you need the most. And that could be like lots of rest for certain people or eating a certain way for somebody else or like spending a lot more time in nature than other people. Like everybody's self-care looks different. And some people, it's like really tapping into creative work or just like different modalities of healing or yoga or something. Okay. So it's like, it's across the board, all kinds of things you can do, but. Okay. So, so I completely resonate with everything that you say around this topic. And one of the things that I hear often is, you know, the yoga, the writing, the journaling, the reading, mm -hmm. the baths, that's all great. Right. But I am busy. I do not have time for that. What would you say to somebody who just doesn't believe they have time for this incredible tool called self-care? 
Well, that's funny because I actually think we all have time. It's just priorities, right? Yeah. And for maybe for some people, like a bath isn't going to fuel your, your tank, you know? Like maybe that doesn't do anything for you. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's not a good use of your time. So most people associate right? self-care with something gentle. Are you saying that mm-hmm. it, it could be just something that lights somebody up? Yeah, absolutely. I think that self-care has to... A couple things. I think, like, getting the proper rest is really important. Drinking water is really important. That doesn't require time, does it? <laughs> Drinking water. Depends on the person. Yeah. Um, I know, because you have to pee more, right? Yeah. <laughs> then there's more time. Yeah, people actually drink less water because at work, they don't have time to pee as much as they'd want to. That's or crazy. even nourish themselves. Yeah, that's crazy. That's... You got to just, like... Throw those ideas in the trash and let it, <laughs> let that go and just do it. Yeah, that, that in itself sounds like that will take some time. I'm going to take a Sunday off to just take those ideas because it's not just those ones. There's a there's plenty more ideas in that closet <laughs> in the mind. And throw, them, and in throw the them in the trash. So then I can start doing some real self-care. Well, you know, it's like even just drinking one more extra glass of water is like loving yourself mm. today. Mm. Just, you know, um, you don't have to be like this you don't have to get like an unlimited yoga membership or something you know like you don't have to do that to become this like loving self-care person to yourself it's Mm -hmm. just mastering one little habit at a time adding one little thing to your life it doesn't have to even take time Mm -hmm. like how about on your lunch break instead of chatting on your phone maybe put your phone away and just go sit in nature and eat your lunch Mm. and drink a little bit more water that day and Take some deeper breaths and just be with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like that is very energizing. And it's counterintuitive actually because if you think you don't have time, you're the one that needs it the most. Mm-hmm. Like you actually have to make time to do that, you know? Like maybe you make time to listen to the news or, well, probably not if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, you know, you're making time to like, watch something on TV. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe you can just, you don't have to cut that out completely, but maybe just shift some of that time into just giving yourself something different. Yeah. I think people find it very hard to prioritize themselves over a loved one, their boss, or even a television show. Mm -hmm. I just heard something a few days ago that I found very remarkable, just the example of. I don't know if any of you out there have heard of a certain show called Game of Thrones. It's a very popular show (laughs) throughout the world, and it is very unlikely that if you watch the show that you're going to miss the show. But people are willing to miss a date with themselves or that that special thing that that will reboot them. They're willing to, to lose sleep. Sleep, one of the most important things that will characterize how you function in the world mm-hmm. but they won't miss game of thrones so how would somebody go about taking that and shifting the perspective since people are prioritizing themselves more than mm-hmm. them they're prioritizing other things and yeah. not themselves first. yeah well that's a shift in your mindset yeah. first right so you have to kind of see that you have to associate not prioritizing yourself with not loving yourself and not being able to do all the things you want to do and help all the people you want to help. And you have to kind of like shift it to be like, by me doing this, 
for me, I am going to be able to be more patient with other people. I'm going to be more loving. I'm going to have more energy to give other people naturally, not forcing it or anything. Just I will because I'm giving myself the energy first. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people have struggle with that. Like they just do because they think they've just never been taught it really. Right. Yeah. It's just not been taught. It was not taught in school. It was not taught in our home lives, in school. It wasn't modeled to us. You know, nobody on TV, we don't see that. We see people getting burnt out, Mm -hmm. getting, you know, addicted to things. Mm -hmm. Like there's so many much medication being prescribed. Like it seems everybody's on medication of some kind Mm -hmm. these days. And that's all due to like just not being aware Mm -hmm. of what you need. Okay. And letting it get to a point that's like out of control where, yeah, a medication would be helpful at that point, right? Right. But you can you can actually go back and like start over. Okay. Start back from square one. Just drink more water today. That's it. You could just do something super simple like that. Yeah. Speaking of going back, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know from personal experience that I am a giver. You know, I've had... Right. The the job title is caregiver in my past. And that required me to give. I carry a superhero complex where it's like, what more can I do? What else can I do? Right. And there was a time in my life where I was not self-caring at all. I love myself. And when I came to the realization that I was really just doing a number on me, I had to forgive myself over and over again for mm. treating myself that way. And also realizing I was actually hindering the giving that I was trying to do. My cup was empty, but I was trying to fill other people's cups with my empty cup. Yeah. Where that just doesn't work, does it? It doesn't. Yeah. You know, so going back, was there a time in your life before you were really aware of how important it is to care for yourself? Because when Mm -hmm. you're empty, there's nothing you can give to other people. And that just sucks. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, I've been into yoga, meditation, and all that for a number of years now. But even over these last few years, like, I can watch myself dip into, like, overgiving or giving because I I just think I have to or something. Like, I, I, it's so subtle sometimes. It's really subtle. Mm-hmm. But I know that when... I notice myself feeling a little annoyed about something. I have to immediately look back at myself and be like, "What? What's up with that? Like, where? What am I not giving to myself? What do I need right now wow. so that I have an overflow and huh. I'm giving?" Like I heard Lisa Nichols say this once: "You want to be, you want to give not from your cup even overflowing. You want to give from the." saucer around your cup Mm. that is the place you always want to be giving in your life is from the saucer not the actual cup so that means you need to be filling yourself up with whatever it is you need so that you're always overflowing so people can take as much as they want from the saucer because that's the overflow anyway Mm. you're already overflowing i love that that's also a lot less messy right (laughs) yeah they're cleaning up right yeah (laughs) Doesn't even get on the table because it's on the saucer. Right. That that takes incredible awareness 
where you're exactly. like, I don't feel that good. Instead of blaming the outside world, you actually go within. Yeah. And you're like, what's going on with me? Yeah. That's not normal. I'm just throwing, <laughs> that's throw, I'm throwing well, that out there. It needs to be the new normal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I look back and I'm like, whoa, where, what do I need? Like mm-hmm. something, where did I get off on, you know? giving myself what I need, like mm-hmm. where am I off track? And then I go back and sometimes it's like working on my business is self-care sometimes, mm. you know? That's getting, crazy. Finishing a project is self-care. That's a different turn of way of looking at things. Yeah. It's like the opposite of, it's like exactly. I want to I self-care so that means stress-free. Right. But sometimes that's not the case because your sole work is in your work. Right, right. Mm. And like my work doesn't produce stress sometimes there's challenges Mm -hmm. or like oh i'm not sure how i'm gonna do this let's see how this let's lean into it and see how it goes um but it's not like oh i'm so stressed from my work it's just more like i'm procrastinating or i'm i'm not um i'm not finishing something sometimes and that's very stressful to be in that Mm. place and i feel like not finishing is me not giving myself self-care yeah. You know, so it, it's a number of things. It's like whatever you need. I th- you know? I feel like in everything you just said, there's this golden seed that when it sprouts, more gold will come out. <laughs> <laughs> the the seed being when you mentioned work, I I, I didn't think of like, oh, work. I, mm-hmm. I thought about soul work, what we're here to do. Mm-hmm. When we're doing that, the stress is gone. There's challenges, but yeah. the stress is gone and you actually feel alive. You actually may be getting less sleep, but you feel fantastic. Yeah. And I think that that's the seed that kind of takes care of the rest. Mm-hmm. Your purpose. Not to, to throw on all this pressure on finding your purpose. Your purpose moment to moment. Mm-hmm. Why you're alive, why you're breathing, how you're serving, if you're so-called to serve, yeah. is the gold nugget. I've seen plenty of people just completely be wiped out and barely be doing anything and then wondering why why they keep going through this this haze and the struggle and i feel that it is it has, it's due to not being connected to that soul purpose and actively working on it and then you know doing all the stuff i don't know if you ever right. watched a show called parks and recreation there's a actor named aziz ansari mm-hmm. and uh there's this thing from the show. Uh, they, there's a special day that him and a coworker have, and it's treat yourself. Oh, I've seen that. I actually don't watch that, but I've seen that. One. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I, I, I think that that you know having, I'm an analytical, <laughs> thoughtful person, and I would love to see a big chart and a graph. I don't have this for myself. I'm just speaking this out loud. Where like yeah. I can track like. It's a treat yourself type of day, which is like, you know, I'm going to take myself out on a date. I'm going to get real dressed up if that's what I'm into, or I'll dress like a hippie if that's what I'm into. Right. And go for right. a walk. I'll buy myself a nice dinner that I absolutely enjoy. Yeah. That's a treat yourself day. Then there's a, a self-care day. Like, what, what does my body need? Like, a rigorous workout right. or a nice massage? Or, like, a hike. A hike. Or do you need nature. to go lay out at the beach yeah. for the day? Connect for an, to the for earth. An hour. Yeah, the rhythms of the earth. So always you need to meditate for 10 minutes. Yeah. That's like something huge. Yeah. That can be... And then there's the the soul purpose mm-hmm. self care. It's like, so talking about self care, I just yeah. I want to bring awareness to all the different kinds that we yeah. have the ability to tap into. And then 
the whole aspect of know thyself. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to look at which one my soul needs right now. Do I need to work on my purpose? Do I need to treat myself because nobody's yeah. slapped my butt in a while and I need to do it myself? <laughs> or does my body need replenishing, nourishing? Yeah. Like, I would even go through your, I mean, the square of life. We all talk about this. It's like the health, wealth, love, and self-expression. Like, what area do you feel depleted mm. in? Like, go through each of those areas and say, like, where you feel strong and where you feel depletion. Because I'm sure you have a strength and a depletion in each area, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and what can you do to fill that, your cup in that area? Fill that depletion and, like, make it flourish, right? Yeah. So, self-care is just, it's such an interesting topic because I know people that it's, like, majorly their weakness. Mm. And it's like a struggle. And then I know people that thrive in it. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I think I'm myself, I'm somewhere, I'm always assessing. I think it's always changing. And it is about knowing yourself, yeah. ultimately. Because you're different month by month, day yeah. by day, year by year. Like, the things that maybe were self-care for me last year might not even be the same right now. Mm-hmm. Like. You always got to be checking in with yourself. Just like, oh, how am I feeling around this? Is this still lighting me up? Is this still the thing that feels the best? Like, I used to be rigid about my self-care. I have, like, morning routines and night routines. And I know when I've been in, like, a hard place, like, just going through a lot of transitions or things were not feeling settled in my life, like, a lot of things were in the air, up in the air, or, like, you know, I was just like making changes, right? Yeah. Either through relationships or housing or career stuff. Yeah. I was just feeling unsettled. So I, I created these routines to help me feel more settled, help me feel like I was like winning my life. I was doing self care for me and really filling my own cup. Yeah. And um I became almost like militant about them. Ooh, that sounds fun. I know. But they worked. They worked for me. But I, it was like a discipline. You yeah. know, like yeah. you get up, you meditate immediately. This was it. I'll tell you when. I meditated for 10 minutes. The second I woke up, I sat in bed, put my timer on, closed my eyes, you know, sat cross-legged and meditated for 10 minutes, just listening to my breath in total silence. And then I... When that timer went off, I would get out my journal, which was on my nightstand, and I would just write out all of my dreams coming true. What would those look like? Mm. And like writing a reality, that's what I call it, writing your reality. Writing a reality that was just like my wildest dreams coming true in present tense. It's happening, and I'm like emotionally experiencing it as I'm mm-hmm. writing it, right? Yeah. And then that timer would go off, and then I'd grab the book by my bed, which is like, whatever book I'd be studying at the time, and I would read that for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then I would usually jump onto my yoga mat after that and do an ab workout for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Then I'd go reward myself with coffee. Nice. Because you have to have a reward in there. Reward yourself. <laughs> I'd drink water too. I'd drink <laughs> a lot of water right before that. Um, and then I'd go drink coffee, and then I'd go on a walk in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And that, and then I'd get ready for the day. Nice. Like that was my morning routine. So I did that for a while. And then I still do a version of that right now, mm-hmm. but I give myself the flexibility to kind of flow. Cause that's just, that is where my 
my joy comes from is flow and ease and just like allowing myself to be the feminine energy that I am that wants to like go all over the place. (laughs) So, you know, some days I walk to the beach in the morning and that's what fills my cup. And then some days I'm like, I have a massage chair. So I sit in my massage chair or some days I just want to like journal at home. I mean, it's just... That's what I'm talking about, is think, flexibility with yourself. I you wanna, need to know what you need. I want to bring awareness to how I, I completely resonate with the militant aspect of things because in, if you've never had a self-care routine, that discipline will put you in a space to actually be able to reap the benefits of following through with those. And then mm-hmm. I would say to where you are now, you know thyself so well Mm-hmm. That you have the ability to flow. You know mm-hmm. how and where your cup is. And yeah. you know you can grab on to that, that ocean walk. You're not going to walk on the ocean. You're going to go to the beach, walk on the sand. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or you're going to sit down and meditate. But like, you, I, I, there's a freedom that comes from this, this discipline that you at some point do have to instill. You don't have to do it militantly. I believe right. that everything we do, we got to find some joy out of it. It's true. That's so true. Yeah. Like, I notice when, I get, when I'm getting off track, too. I don't know if you... I don't know if you can relate. I but, never get off track. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll yes. say the one thing, like, when I did do that militant morning routine, that was my rock in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, that gave me the certainty and strength in myself that I needed at that time when other things in my life were like in flux and mm-hmm. changing rapidly and I just it felt like I didn't I couldn't count on things outside of me which obviously none of us can right because mm-hmm. we are souls in a body having a human experience and mm-hmm. change is guaranteed right guaranteed guaranteed or your the money one back. thing <laughs> right and so you know, when I was going through changes, I had to count on myself and be so disciplined in my own self-care routine to really, to really, like, anchor my own strength, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. that's what it does for, for you when we all do it, right? Yeah. We're anchored in our own, in our own connection to God and the universe and our strength, really. Mm-hmm. And anyway, now, you know, I flow and I'm in a different place and things are really good. And I do notice sometimes when I'm like, well, you need to just like cancel your plans, stay in tonight and do you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> maybe, a must. And maybe me. that means like watching Netflix, you know, mm-hmm. and journaling and chilling out. Yeah. And making some really good food that's not from a freaking package from like the earth, mm. you know, earth foods. Yeah, I've heard of earth foods. Um, Broccoli. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really a, it's really about awareness. Yeah, and also understand that we as humans go through rhythms and cycles. Like mm-hmm. you said, sometimes I like for me personally. I go through like, oh, I'm really into teas and tonics. And like, I'm all about that. Mm -hmm. It's part of my self-care. It's part of my daily discipline. I'm really into push-ups or I'm really into this or that. The, you know, going for a beach run. Other times I'm not. That doesn't mean that I'm not getting my healthy nourishment in my body. It's just maybe the seasons have changed and I feel a little bit different. Mm -hmm. When I find something that just really sticks, for example, Mm -hmm. 
out of all the many disciplines that I've, I've investigated and tried on, there are plenty that I love, but they just don't stick around. Even my push-ups, I love them. But, yeah, um, totally. The, the ultimate self-care that I've seen that has changed my life over the last few months, life is always changing, is yeah. for me, it's at the end of the night before going to bed, it's hitting my knees on soft cushions and <laughs> praying my own prayers, my own whatever that means for me. Like I've noted, like, I have not missed a day since I started doing that. Mm. And I don't even think of not doing it. You know, there's always an excuse not to do something, whether I'm traveling, whether mm -hmm. I'm staying somewhere else. It's 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 going to get done. It's it's something that I haven't been able to, to let go of and doesn't want to let go of. And if, if it does, it, it will, but I see the benefits so well. I think that that's the beauty of, of investigating all the self-care stuff. You get to those points where your soul will grab onto something that just will not move and it's it becomes a part of you. Mm-hmm. So true. That's a really good point, and I love that. Prayer is really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. It's magical, Aya. So, what if we shared, I just got an idea, what if we shared, like, our top three to five, like, tangible self-care mm -hmm. things and intangible? Mm. Tell me more about intangible. Well, like, I'll give you a couple examples. Oh, give me some I was examples. Thinking. Like, some of mine, my intangible self-care examples are... Like not judging myself. Huh. That's major self-care is like letting go of judgment because where there's judgment, there's fear and where fear is, there's not love. Right. Mm. And if we're just love at our core, right. God is love. We are part of God. Like, mm -hmm. so we are love. Right. Mm -hmm. So when we're judging ourselves, we're like putting all this fear on ourselves. And I notice when I stop judging myself, whether I'm judging myself or not, working hard, as hard as I think I should, or um, judging myself for just like spending too much money on like a meal out or or like not calling someone back or whatever the heck the judgment is, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Um, when I take that judgment away and I just am like, no, you're, you're good. Like I accept you, you're perfect. Mm. Like you did that great, you did the right thing at the right time with the knowledge you had yeah if you want to change it next time you have more knowledge cool yeah you can do it when i take that judgment of like i did something wrong i'm bad when that's gone like i'm free mm -hmm. and it's this really lovely energizing feeling in my life would you then consider forgiveness an intangible oh 100 that's okay. probably my second one yeah forgiveness and i'd say for surrender Mm -hmm. Like letting go of judgment of self and don't worry about judgment of others. Like that will come when you stop judging yourself. Yeah. But it's the self that's the that's self care, right? Mm. Stop judging yourself. Yeah. And it's a hard one to do. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like it's so ingrained in all of us to judge ourselves. Yeah. Like everyone does it. Yep. But I've been reading a lot of Louise Hay lately. I don't know mm. if you can tell. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So forgiving yourself and then surrendering your outcomes to the divine, I would say that's like all self-care. Yeah. Letting go of judgment, forgiveness, surrender. I mean, I would I would just say the same ones. They, yeah. Forgiveness for me is, is yeah, I, I forgive myself. I don't judge myself. 
But they, like you said, it does creep in. Mm-hmm. And to be able to be so aware of those moments, to be able to, at the snap of a finger, just <laughs> wipe out 100% of that judgment for self. <laughs> Not 50%. See, now that's using the gauntlet in a good way. Yeah, that is. We like we watch The Avengers. Yeah, a <laughs> reference to uh, the Infinity Gauntlet. Um, more on that on a different episode. Um <laughs> I, I think this is a tangible and an intangible. Whenever I feel anxiety, whenever I feel judgment or irritated, my instinct is to play a game that I used to that I implemented many years ago. I was just so focused on healing and and yeah, doing as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Is um don't I don't have to go on a walk, but I can go on a walk, um, or I can just sit and think of as many people as I know. And I do this little silent or vocal prayer, depending on where I am, and that's, I love you unconditionally, bless you, and thank you. And I can add on, I forgive you, I release you. Mm, And I just do that, and my energy, my energy body, like the the anxiety in my stomach dissipates. Like, and and I I feel like that is a self-care discipline, because... I'm taking care of the anxiety. You know, I could deal with it many other ways. Distractions, alcohol, marijuana, all, whatever, you know. But to be able yeah. to go, that is self. I never really thought about it that yeah. way. That is like powerful self-care. Let yes. me bless others. Un- well, selfishly. I selfishly want yeah. to bless others so that I can get rid of my anxiety. Yeah, I think that's great. I mean, how many people do we know who are out there on like antidepressants or like, something for anxiety mm-hmm. and it's such like a rampant thing and and not to say not to like belittle anybody yeah. doing that it's not about that it's really about like what are some alternatives or ways to like catch it early on yeah. before it snowballs into a big thing and then that leads also to the whole surrender right you know? so i was gonna say acceptance totally oh it's a good one it's like falling into the arms of acceptance mm-hmm. it's gonna catch me it might be a little bit bumpy it might be a little bit pointy but you know i am being caught <laughs> which is something i wanted to mention about mindset as well about the cup um where i read this in a book somewhere i heard one of my mentors say it and it also came out of me without even being aware that they were doing that is some people complain about the cup being half full or half empty, um, but the fact is that you have a cup. That's a mindset. Oh my God, that's so perfect, because I was actually going to say gratitude Mm -hmm. is the next Mm -hmm. intangible self-care act, right? Yeah. And it's weird, because even just now, as I'm, like, right before I said this, it came to me, and I've made a intention in my life to create more gratitude lists daily like Mm. multiple times a day do gratitude lists because they're so powerful it is like an intangible like superpower when you're connected to gratitude and you are grateful for like silly things like toilet paper or like love toilet paper like your teeth you know Mm. or whatever it is you know the sunshine Mm mm-hmm like that is powerful energy and there's a, and it's self-care yeah it and to make it playful it's like let's turn everything into a game what is the most mundane silliest thing to be grateful for look around your room bethany what are you grateful for that's just ridiculous <laughs> um hmm let's see let's see god there's so many things 
Just windows. Windows are pretty great. Windows are awesome. That would suck if I didn't have windows. Yeah. I love windows. They're not just windows that you can look out of. You can open, open your them. windows and close them. Yeah, I have French doors leading out to the uh, backyard. You know what's great? What? A doorknob. Those are great. <laughs> and a doorknob with a lock on it? Pretty bad. Ooh, keep out, keep people out, yeah. let people Double in. Double locks. Wow. Well, what about so fingernails? Blessed. I love this analogy. I heard this from somebody else, actually. They're like... Whenever I am in a funk, I just start thinking of things I'm grateful for, and I always start with my fingernails. Mm. Because fingernails are so, like, we don't, they don't have, like, a, a use per se, but if we didn't have them, that would suck. Yeah. Right? You just well, have, the like, use open, is I, get to, I get to scratch the itch. That's, or, like, you'd have open wounds on your fingers. That's, yeah, that's gross. That's gross, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm really grateful. Yeah. Um, this this brings me to uh, Louise Hay because you just reminded me how, as we're in this conversation and and as I started on this personal development path, mm-hmm. you know, over eleven years ago, Louise Hay's "You Can Heal Your Life" was a huge impact in my self care, and I see that you have the power within you by Louise Hay in front of you, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Um, something that 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 really broke through because I like accelerated time frames. I broke through any resistance and through deprecate deprivate uh self-deprecating thoughts by something she said. Go through every single part of your body. Name the aspects of your body. You know, it's a finger. It's mm-hmm. a lung. And and I still do this to this day, especially if I'm not feeling well. I just I thank my body so much for everything that it does. Yeah. You know, and take it to the extreme of like getting to your butt and saying, I like my butt. And not from a, a place of vanity, but really yeah. like giving it that like, hey, you're a butt. You, you're you comfy to sit on unless, you know, you don't have a, a, <laughs> enough yeah, cushion. Yeah. But that, that on a basis that floods all the other stuff that has been ingrained about body image throughout time will will do wonders for your life. Well, and that's also on the fingernail thing. Another so. thing around self care, I love that. Yes, and it reminds me of like babies. What she's talking about, like she's like babies, always ask for what they want. They love their butt. They love their poop. They love their. They laugh about it. They love everything, and they're so unashamed of themselves. They're mm-hmm. like, "This is me. Mm. I'm in a diaper." <laughs> you know, like it's <laughs> there's no shame or guilt or fear. And another thing I'll say regarding self care is, even from babies, we can learn this from babies. They ask for what they need. Mm-hmm. If they're not getting the attention, they will whine and whine and whine. If they're hungry, they will scream and cry. If they're uncomfortable, they'll, they're going to let you know. Mm-hmm. And not that we need to go to that extreme, right? But as adults, I think we slowly, slowly, slowly become these like people pleasers. Many of us do. And we want everyone to like us and approve of us, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we forget to ask for what we need. And I'm totally, this has happened to me. Mm-hmm. I'm totally. Interesting. You, you're you reaching towards your neck, throat chakra. My throat chakra, yeah. When you say that. Hmm. I've done this. <laughs> yeah. I want to read that book. What Babies Have Taught Me About Being Enlightened. <laughs> well, Louise Hay basically talks about it in yeah. a lot of her books. Mm-hmm. Now I want you to write it. 
Oh, you want me to write it? Oh or maybe gosh. act it out because that is hilarious. <laughs> a one woman play <laughs> being a baby. Babies be like, oh, I'm going to poop in my diaper. Yeah, just be on stage as a diaper and be like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well, I want to keep this conversation going. I love this conversation. Yeah. Um, but we're coming to a close on the podcast. I don't care how long it goes, but I do yeah. want to be respectful to the time, your time. And um, I want to ask you to share about what you are currently excited about that you're working on, that you're getting out there to the people and how can people find you right now? All right. Well, I'm currently working on a couple of things. You can find me over on my website, prosperitygirl.com or Instagram. You can find me the prosperity girl. Um, a couple of things I'm working on. Okay. So I'm working on a, it'll be out soon. A three day manifesting course. And then I also have my program, Wildly Wealthy, which is a six-week wealth mindset course mm-hmm. uh, for women, all about just shifting your mindset around money, creating more money, attracting it in your life, and eliminating those thoughts of like, it's not for me, mm-hmm. you know, and just really aligning yourself with wildly wealthy thoughts. Mm-hmm. And a wildly wealthy life, really. And mm. that that's on so many levels. So I love that course. And I will be coming out again with that soon. And then I also have one-on-one coaching where I work with women who are entrepreneurs and want to do their soul's work and get it out into the world online specifically. I love online marketing. I love business online. And I love helping people make money online. Mm. So these are my passions. And I combine it all with manifesting i i believe that you know the square of life is everything like your health your wealth your love and your self-expression it's all connected it's holistic mm-hmm. um so yeah that's what i'm all about and i love helping people just thrive mm-hmm. so that's what prosperity girl does you are a shining example <laughs> of well-being i mean this sitting down with you and actually recording and creating something together that is self-care for me you know i get to to hang out with one of the coolest people in the world and (laughs) be around someone who i consistently see boost the well-being around health wealth love and perfect self-expression for people starting with yourself and Mm -hmm. and as teachers who teach that we need to be self-sustaining and sufficient and generating you are an example of how you feel you don't just fill your cup you have your saucer you you are you are a shining example of your work and and i appreciate being able to Mm -hmm. be around you and to share this communicative space with you so bethany love bethany clear the prosperity girl it has been an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show thank you so much thank you and i look forward to the next time we can do this thank you so much Thank you so much for joining us on Wake Up and Smell the Miracles. That was a pleasure to have Bethany Love on the show. Please find her on Instagram. Go to her website, The Prosperity Girl. And as a bonus little episode on this next, right after this, it'll be a little bonus. Um, Bethany and I are going to go through our top five tangible self-care routines, tips that you can implement in your life today. Tomorrow, assume, very easy things that we can all benefit from, and uh, they're just ideas for you. So again, my name is Jonathan Navi. It has been a pleasure to bring you Wake Up and Smell the Miracles today, reminding you that a miracle is not an exception to the rule, but the natural order of things. 
When miracles don't happen, that's the exception. Allow yourself to begin to realize that you are miraculous, you are magical. Nothing is too good to be true. Nothing. Zero. Zip. It's all true and it's all for you. Until next time. This is Jonathan Eleazar Navi, and I just want to thank you for tuning in and showing up for yourself. Every time you tune into the Wake Up and Smell the Miracles podcast, the messages are for you, and the impact is what you do with those messages and how you integrate them within yourself. If you feel that this podcast has brought value to you or could bring value to somebody that you love and care about, please send yourself, send them to our Instagram page, Wake Up and Smell the Miracles. You can also find us at Luminous Navigation and for a roundtable for men to be seen, heard, understood, and to break through what new possibilities could look like, you can also find us at The Leading Man Initiative on Instagram. Feel free to send this episode or any of your favorite Wake Up episodes to anyone that you feel could benefit from the messages here. Remember to BYOM, bring your own magic. Until next time, have a phenomenal day.